Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, <laughs> you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and a extremely special guest. I'm saying so special. He is our, our first international guest. <laughs> this dude hopped on an airplane this morning and flew his happy ass from Toronto all the way to Orlando, Florida, just to spit his knowledge for you all to become better professionals. His name is Chris Johnstone. His company is Connections Inc. Chris, thank you for taking the time to come be a part of the Lone Officer Podcast. Well, Dustin, thank you for having me. And uh, I hopefully I got the value to bring today and uh, we're gonna help a lot of people. You, well, I know you do. Like, I'm confident you do, right? You and I connected a couple of weeks ago when you asked me to guest on your podcast, mm -hmm. which is the Loan Officer Wealth, wealth Podcast, yes. right? I'm like, very similar names through in Wealth, um, what I appreciate. But like, what you didn't know at the time is like, I've been a client of yours before. Yes. Like, I learned a lot from what you taught your clients. And then I went on and taught that to hundreds of other mortgage loan originators. So I'm stoked to have you on the show today because what you do and do well, like what you're a shmi in is what I'm not, right? And that's how do I utilize targeted ads on Facebook or targeted ads on Instagram or Google or SEO or a concierge sales service yeah. to take my business to the next level. Yep. Right? Like I know how to go out and market myself as a community expert. Right. I know how to build relationships with referral sources within my community. I even know a thing or two about working my past client database, mm -hmm. right? But where I have failed or struggled, or maybe I just haven't had the bandwidth to, to do a deep enough dive and gain the experience is, okay, but what do I do with technology in the information age? Yeah. What else could I be leaning into or what should I be scratching? And if I scratch the right thing, is that gonna allow my sales to increase 20%, 40%, 60%. And more importantly, can I do it without any extra effort? Yeah. Without like having to expand the hours I'm working. Yeah. So I don't know which direction you wanna go first, right? And I know you're gonna catch a plane to get back to Canada because your daughter has hockey tomorrow. <laughs> uh, which by the way, before we get into this, does everyone in Canada play hockey? Uh, only the cool kids. Only the cool kids, okay. Yeah, it's like <laughs> hockey and lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. And in certain markets like Toronto, you do have a baseball team. Oh, yeah. Right, the Blue Jays, and they're actually pretty good. Um, and there's a Canadian Football League. Yes. Does anyone watch Canadian football? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So it is like a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, okay. for sure. Because here in the States, the only time we watch Canadian football is if like one of our favorite players from our college team mm. couldn't make the NFL. So they're now playing uh, in the Canadian Football League. So uh, we'll full follow that team right. only for that one player. Right. On. Yeah, well, big shout out to Pinball Clemens. There you go. Okay. So. <laughs> who, who is that? So Pinball is my favorite CFL player. He's, oh. not, he's not active, but was huge in the CFL back Nice. In the, you think you can day. get him to tune into T-Lop? Uh, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. I mean, look, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. So hopefully up there in Canada, when he's not being chased by a Wolverine or a moose, <laughs> he'll be able to, uh, you know, tune in on one of those formats and he can check us out. He can check you out at least. All right. No, but um, where do you want to start? I, I want to share with the audience, or not me, but you, hmm. share with the audience, what are some things that you're doing currently 
for your clients. Yep. What can sales professionals, entrepreneurs, business owners, right? These are realtors, loan officers, life insurance, salespeople, financial advisors. Mm -hmm. Like these are all people that you support yep. in your daily. What are some things that you're doing for them today or you're teaching them to do for themselves that our audience needs to learn and then they need to adapt so that they can take advantage of everything that's out there. Yeah, absolutely. So what we're going to attempt to do on the podcast today is lay out just a really clear strategy for doubling the business and talk about it from a hybrid approach of, yes, there's new school marketing and we're seeing people all over TikTok doing the dancing and we're seeing a lot of that stuff. But when we actually look at results and where that comes from, it comes from the old school, traditional, like belly to belly sales, being on the phone and actually networking with people. So how do we take those two worlds, bring them together and do it in a way, like you said, where you can actually work less while building the business and growing even more. So to lay the framework for that, there's really only three ways that we have to grow the business. We've got past customers, we've got referral partners, and then we've got consumer direct, basically. You know, there's subsets within each of those. Nope, I'm following you. I agree. So we'll start with the one that traditionally gets the most results. So if you're in the car, you're working out, ask yourself this question while you're listening to the podcast. Where does the majority of your business come from right now? I would be interested in your answer. The majority of my business today is going to come from referral sources, yes. right? These are, these are realtors and builders that I've built relationships with over the past decade plus. And I'm the local trusted advisor. And they know I'm accessible. They also know that I'm reliable. Mm -hmm. And they feel comfortable referring their clients to me because they feel like I'll do a better job than that internet lender okay. or a better job than the client's credit union or bank. That's right. And so you've got those referral partners. They bring you the customers. And then those customers have a phenomenal experience. And we put a process in place in order to turn them into a referral source. And they generate more clients and referrals for you. So we see clients come to us all the time and they're like, I want the internet marketing strategy. I want the Facebook ads. I want this. And it's like, okay, well, let's get on a strategy call. And, you know, we're do, we do an average of 15 strategy calls a day with loan officers right now. And the first question that we ask them when they get on the phone is, have you called your database in the last 90 days? And most of them, I'm guessing the answer is uh, no. No. And have you ever actually taken the time to sit down, organize your database and call these people? And most oftentimes the answer is no. So it's like, why are we going after Facebook and Google ads and the hardest to close customers when you have this acre of, uh, you know, of diamonds sitting in your database? There's all this money sitting in your database. Let's go get the easy to get business first. I love that this is what you do for a living <laughs> because you just said something that I, until I'm blue in the face, sometimes bang my head against the wall when originators reach out to me or listeners and viewers of this podcast will reach out and they are like, Oh, I need to be, you know, generating leads on a, get a cool website and get some SEO. And, and I almost want to say to them, do you have rockets budget? <laughs> because that's who you're competing against. That's do you right. have bank of America and chase's budget? Yeah. Because that's what they all are doing. Mm -hmm. And then you're saying there's way better ponds to fish in. Absolutely. Than that one. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And so, and it all, it all comes together, right? So let's talk specifically about the database and put rubber to the road and give some actionable advice on how to implement this stuff. So 
When you call your database, first thing you need is good data. So you've got to make sure that you're actually using a CRM. And whether you use Django or you use our CRM or whatever it is, just have a CRM and make sure that you're actually putting your clients in there. Get their cell phone numbers, get their email addresses. All that information should be in there. What, then when you have that database, every 90 days, you make a call to them and it's an update call and you can make it a financial analysis call you can make it a mortgage analysis call but the whole reason for reaching out is hey interest rates have gone up interest rates have gone down the market has changed house prices are going up house prices are going down you always have a reason to reach out to your database and check in and say hey i'm here for you this is a lifetime relationship i just want to make sure that you're okay do you have any questions and what that unearths is the opportunity to say yes we're buying a second home or we're thinking about moving the average person moves every three years so you've got that opportunity to bring in that business. So it's just to retain those clients, bring them in and generate referrals. So one of the things that we do on that call is we'll ask them, who's your realtor? Who did you do business with when you did it? And then we've got that realtor's contact information so that we can then reach out to the realtor and start a referral now, relationship with them. Um, you're telling me that you're calling my past client database for me? Yeah, or are a, you telling me I need to call my past client base database? Because by the way, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think I'm going to change overnight? So that's where we fit into the marketplace is okay. doing the successful activities that everybody really knows that they should be doing, but that aren't. They don't have the time to do it. And life is life, right? Can we rephrase that? Sure. They're not willing to mm. make the time. Yeah. Because I'm a firm believer. We all have the time. Yes. It's just a matter, are we willing to do what it takes? That's right. Right? For some of us, me this morning, I had to get up at 5 a.m. and not 6 a.m. Mm. in order to do the things that I wanted to do today because I want to leave the office at 3 p.m. Right. Because my favorite American football team, <laughs> the Knights of the University of Central Florida, play tonight. And I want to leave the office early so I can get home, grab my family, and get to the game so we can tailgate. Right. Right? So... When you said they don't have the time, mm, let's just rephrase for my own liking. They're not willing to make the time. Hey, nonetheless, it's not being done by them. That's right. So you're telling me that, hey, by the way, let's not go chasing strangers yep. in SEO world. Yeah. Let's start looking at people who already know us, already like us, and let's start marketing to them. And if you're not going to be willing to make the time to do it yourself, you have a service yep. that would do it for me. Yep. Awesome. Um, All right. Um, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Shameless plug, chriswebinar.com. If you want a 40-minute video on exactly how that works and the calls that we make, so you can swipe the scripts and do it yourself or get more information on how our company. Hey, plug away, that. homie. Plug away. So no more of that. Oh, but, please do. Um on the database. So we're calling to see if there's business to happen there right now. Then we're planting the seeds for referrals. So there's a part of the script when we're calling the past customers and it's, hey, when can we count on you when you come across somebody who's looking to buy, sell or refinance and make sure that whether you're seeing them in a Facebook group or they're at the local country club or at the kids soccer game, whatever it is, can I count on you to send that person over to us in a three way email and connect us with them? And everybody says, yes, I'd be happy to. But if you don't ask for it, you're not going to get the business, if they don't understand that you want the referral, if you're not asking for it, you're not going to get it. By the way, ladies and gentlemen who reach out incessantly asking for scripts, <laughs> Chris just dropped a script right there, right? Keyword that I heard, can I count on you? 
Hmm. One of my favorite scripts, can I count on you? Or if you're asking a question, it would be, would it be crazy for me hmm. to ask? Or we, would it be crazy for me? Or be, would it be outrageous for me to think that the next time you come across someone who is looking to buy a home or needs to sell a home or has questions about a home loan that you would actually tell them to call me? Yeah. Is that too crazy? I Great. love that. Can I count on you, Chris, next time that happens that you think of me? But anyhow, people who, who like, they do, they reach out. And we have scripts on our website. Like mm -hmm. our website is theloanofficerpodcast.com. Nice. If you go on that website, there are scripts. Now, some scripts are free. Some scripts do require a premium membership, which is a whopping 25 bucks a month donation. Like I think that's three Starbucks in today's day and age. <laughs> um, and if you don't like our premium content or you hop on and you consume it all, and there's no more that you want to consume, cool, cancel. We're good with that. Um, there's my shameless plug of the day. There you go. Um, all right, keep going for us. Nothing but content from here. So yes. the third thing that you want to do when you call those past customers is you say, hey, look, we've noted on your file that you had a five-star experience, but we haven't quite got that review on our Google page, and that really helps us. So if I text you the link right now, would you take the time to leave me a five-star rating and review? And the concierge agent actually stays on the phone with the past customer, hits the button inside the CRM, it sends a text message with the link to the Google profile, and they walk them through the process of leaving the five-star review on the profile. So we've got a client, Michelle, in the first seven days of calling her database, she got 36 five-star reviews on her Google profile from zero by just calling, checking in, building rapport with the past clients, asking and making sure that we're getting referrals and then getting the five-star ratings and reviews on the Google profile. And this is something Michelle could do herself, Yes. right? If she made the time, Yep. Um, you'll, I'm sure, teach her, you know, get, get in that webinar, maybe in the first consultation call. Yep. Uh, or if Michelle's like, hey, look, I, no, I'm not gonna make the time, then you're gonna raise your hand and say, okay, well, I have a service that would do it on your behalf. That's right. All right, cool. Yep. So that's the database, but you can also take that for what we call the dream 100. So if there's a loan officer out there and they're just getting started in the business and they're like, I don't have a past customer database. Well, just think of who you would, like if you were to throw the best wedding that you could possibly think of, who's in that guest list, who's gonna sit in that room, that's your dream 100. And you call those people and you say, hey, look, just wanted to let you know, I've made a career change, I moved into the mortgage industry, and I would just, can I count on you to send over anybody, mm -hmm. right? And then would you mind sharing with me the information from the realtor that you did business with? And so if you're brand new to the industry, that's gonna give you, if you call 100 people, now you've got 25 warm, open relationship calls that you can make out to realtors to start booking appointments, to start opening up referral relationships, which is kind of like the second pathway. Um, one small thing that I want to touch on on the database side of things. The reason why we're going after the five-star ratings and reviews on Google is because that is the highest quality consumer direct lead that you can generate as a financial planner, an insurance advisor, uh, wealth manager, mortgage professional. Okay. Because there's this thing called purchase intent and the zero moment of truth that comes from Google. And when somebody goes on Google and types in best financial advisor near me or best mortgage lender near me, and you show up in that little map placement with more ratings and reviews than your competitors, you're literally turning Google into the third best referral partner that you've got in your business. And they're having the most conversations out of everybody every single day because everybody that wants what you've got is going and asking Google, hey, who's the best professional to go work with? And so we've got a client, Mike, 
and he's in Kingwood, Texas, and he funds one out of every five phone calls that he gets from his Google profile because people read his over 100 five-star ratings and reviews on Google, and they're half sold by the time they call him. They're not going to rate shop him. They're not going to go to an online lender. They see that he's the expert that can truly help them, and they're halfway over the line by the time they call him. He's just got to pick up the phone, be as nice as he is because he's an amazing guy, and just close the business. So as you're working your database, getting more referrals, getting a better relationship with them, you're also building this consumer direct asset that's going to pay you for years down the road with new consumer direct leads. That is amazing. Like, I mean, I'm listening to it as a loan officer, right? And even if I'm like, you know what? I am cheapy cheap. I'm a do-it-yourselfer type guy. Yep. At a minimum, my takeaway is I need to dominate getting client reviews. That's it. Right? So I can be like Mike in Texas. And if I can get 100 people to give me a five-star review on Google, there's a chance that I may pick up, let's just call it two to four extra transactions a year. Hmm. Two to four extra transactions a year. If my average commission is $3,000, that's six to 12 grand. Yeah. For doing what? Asking someone who already liked the service I provided them to spend five minutes. But I think what you all do so well is you make it easy for them. That's right. You get them on the phone. You lay the seed, you lay the foundation. And then while you have them on the phone, you text them the link. Almost saying, hey, look, you're already on the phone with me. You might as well click the link right now. Go ahead and knock this out. Yep. And, you know, it's it's like handing somebody the bottle of water and saying, go ahead and drink this. Right. Versus telling someone I need you to go buy a bottle of water and then I need you to drink it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So making it easy. So yes. let's, that's our database conversation and kind of like the low hanging fruit. So now let's move to the real, what I call an exponential opportunity, which is your referral partners. And the reason we call it exponential is because when you get one referral partner, well, on average, you know, they should send you four to six deals a year. Well, if you stack up five referral partners and they're each sending you four to six deals a year, you get an exponential growth in the business. You've only got to convert one real estate partner or one financial planner and you get all of these ratings and reviews Correct. long-term. So uh, one of our services uh, that we do, it's the same thing. We'll call your database and we'll call out to a qualified list of referral partners. And the keyword there is qualified. So in the mortgage industry, there's lots of data sources where you can find out how much production a real estate professional is actually doing. Same data exists yep. for loan officers, same data exists for financial yep. We We here at Waterstone Mortgage, we use MMI. Yeah. Right. MMI.run, I believe, is the website uh, when, when I click on it. Yes. Um, and I can look up your production as an LO. I can see what realtors are referring you business. I can look up uh, an, an entire branch if I mm -hmm. wanted to. Um, yes, it's an amazing service. So shout out. I don't even know what company. I think it's Momentum RE, maybe the company that brings that data. Hmm. Um, don't even know. It's handled out of our corporate office. I know I have an account. I know I use it. I know I love it. So I'm sure you are using something very similar to make sure that the people you're reaching out to are quote unquote qualified. That's right. Yep. We use MMI. Okay. Uh, big shout out. If you're out there, reach out. Love to have a conversation. And so we get that data. And then what we do is we enrich it. So we use actual staff members at our organization. And what we'll do is we'll take any agent that's doing more than eight buy side transactions a year. And we put them on a special list because we only really want to be having conversations with people that can send us the business. And we don't want to go after the top 3% just because the effort that it takes to convert those people, we'd like to be at the top of the middle. Basically, Yeah, you all have a buy box. That's right. Right. You have a buy box, a sweet spot that your data tells you 
we just did an episode like a week or two ago where it's like quit doing business on how it feels. Yeah. Start use doing business based on the data. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so your data tells you stay away from the top 3%. That's right. Not that you couldn't land them, but statistically. Yeah. That's not the buy box. That's not the sweet spot. And the, the best way to close those top 3% is when you end up in a transaction and they're on the other side of it. Okay. And then you blow the doors off that transaction. You give them status updates throughout the transaction on the other side. And then you reach out to them after the transaction and say, hey, it was so much fun to do that deal with you. Hey, we've got this service where we update our realtors every week on what's going on with the deal. We'd love for you to experience it. Do you have somebody you can send over so you can experience our product? So it's a whole lot better to get into that with a warm relationship, just as an aside, trying to give as much value as possible. So we get the data from MMI. We take out the buy box of who we want to work with. And then we enrich that data by actually having a real person going to Google and Googling each of the names so that we get their actual contact information and we get their social media information, your Facebook, your Instagram, your Google, your LinkedIn, wherever it is that they're hanging out. Mm -hmm. And then we have the ability to reach out to those people on all of those channels. So what our concierge agents do is then they call them. As soon as they call them, if they don't pick up the phone, it drops them into an automated sequence where we're dripping an email a week onto them and they're getting a call basically like every other week. But our concierge agents make between 100 and 150 calls a day. They talk to anywhere between 30 to 40 people a day and they book an average of five appointments a day with qualified realtors that want to meet with a loan officer. And that happens every single day like clockwork, which is why I believe that a professional shouldn't be the one that's actually sitting down and making the calls because you can give it to somebody that you pay far less than what your time is actually worth so you can stay focused on the money-making activities, which is taking applications and meeting with new referral partners. It is um, so interesting you said that. So I was on a coaching call a couple weeks ago, uh, not the mortgage industry. This so was actually, I was, um, through a friend of a friend, I was invited to listen in to a group of real estate investors yep. coach a group of wannabe real estate investors. Okay, cool. And so at the end is Q and A, I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm a guest, but I still wanna ask a question. And I just asked this person a question, the, the, the coach. Okay. And I said, what is one thing that you do that the others in this group won't do? And because they won't do it, they're gonna fail. Yeah. Like just put everyone on blast, kinda. <laughs> Not on purpose, I was just inquisitive. And he said, the one thing that I do is I will spend money and they won't. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's not a good enough answer, right? I, I'm like, I need you to dig deeper for me. I said, what do you mean by that? He said, I understand that if I just went and hired yep. two more acquisition specialists and one more di 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 um, disposition specialist yep. and spent $5,000 more on a dialer yep. that I would buy three more homes, which means I would sell three more homes, which means I would make $90,000 in net revenue and gross revenue more per month. I'm willing to do that. And no one else on this call is that's right. Or the people who fail is they're going to fail because they weren't willing to do that. That's right. They felt like they had to do it themselves. And then because of bandwidth issues or because of inconsistency issues, it just ends up not being done. Yeah, Because right. everything that you do as a concierge service, like the reason why I, I willingly and asked Chris to come on the show is 
like he does have a product to sell and we are going to promote the product and and I'm not shying away from that, but you're also teaching people what they can do on their own. That's like right. you can do this all on your own. Absolutely. But the best of the best, the best of the best recognize that, wait a minute, I can hire someone, whether, whether you do it through Chris, whether you do it on your own, you can hire someone to pull data out of MMI to, um, uh, uh, do some Facebook stalking. Yeah. Right. And then put together some scripts, make the phone calls, schedule the appointments. But the, I think the learning lesson is it doesn't have to be you. That's right. It like, when you think like a CEO mm-hmm. and like an entrepreneur and a business owner, it isn't you. That's right. Maybe it was in the beginning when you were bootstrapping the operation, but once you got this thing off the ground, then it, there can be a, a third party, whether it's, it's, it's connections Inc or whether it's, you know, a, a team you put together yourself. Yeah. I would think personally, you already have the scripts. Yeah. You already have the process. You already have, you know, everything built out. Yeah. If I do it myself, I'm gonna have to build it out. That's right. I'm also gonna have to coach and monitor and inspect what I expect <laughs> out of my out of my callers, yeah. out of my dialers, yeah, out of my concierge team. But nonetheless, I, I wanna throw that caveat in there because I do want people to know that like, yes, we're not shying away from Chris and his service. But we're also using Chris for his knowledge that he's sharing with us because we can do all this ourselves if we wanted to. That's right. Okay. Yeah. It's just a question to leverage. Now, yes. I'm assuming at this point there might be questions out there like, okay, yeah, Chris, I know I get appointments with realtors. I can set those up myself. The problem is I meet with these realtors and then nobody sends me a deal after we have the appointment. And that is a huge pain point. And it's because the mortgage industry hasn't yet evolved into that style of marketing where we truly understand that marketing is an offer and the offer is the thing that everything else branches from and i see so many loan officers that will want to come in and just like modify our scripts and all of a sudden it's like okay i want you to reach out to realtors and the first thing i want you to say is hey we've got this program where we can get zero down payments for your clients and then i offer this product and i offer this product and they're trying to sell products to realtors that they don't have a relationship with and they're leading it the conversation from like here's what i've got here's what's in this for me i want to sell mortgages through you and it's everybody's given the same pitch right and we need to actually step to the other side of the table and really look at what's the most valuable thing that you can possibly provide to a referral partner and lead with that and i've got three examples that i'll give you today and uh, and then one, actually, I'll drop this one first. So if you're a, if you're a financial planner and, or you're an insurance professional and you're calling a loan officer because you want referrals from the loan officer, well, you have a book of business where you can go to that loan officer and say, hey, look, let's do a training or let's send out to our list and say, hey, do you have equity sitting in your home? Like the, in, in America right now, it's like one of the greatest wealth Yes. assets that are just sitting Correct. right there it's, inside it's the equity. most equity that our country has ever seen right now sitting in these homes it's unbelievable and yet all these financial planners aren't going out to the loan officers and saying hey let's get these people refied let's get that money invested it's investable assets inside their portfolio it's a transaction for the mortgage and the client wins it's this incredible opportunity for everybody it's a phenomenal offer and yet how many financial planners do you see going out calling loan officers and trying to build those relationships? Well, none. Right. Uh, I wish a financial advisor would would reach out to me, but as a loan officer, I should be reaching out to financial advisors. That's right. Whereas a, as a realtor, I could re- I could reach out to financial advisors. I mean, 
yeah, there's there, there's a lot of synergies that they could be playing off of each other. Absolutely. Okay. But let's talk specifically now about loan officers that want to go out and get business from real estate professionals. So the first offer that we lead with on that is what we call the irresistible offer. So when you're working in that top middle of the list in the buy box, normally those professionals are the ones that are taking their business seriously, they're doing good volumes, and they're investing in advertising and marketing because they understand you got to spend a little bit of money if you want to grow your business. And if you ask that real estate agent, how's it going with your leads? They will always say the leads suck, they're horrible. Then you ask them the second question, great, what's your process for following up on those leads? And they don't have one. Or they don't know what it is, or it's horrible. And Harvard, the Harvard Business Review, you can Google Harvard Business Review lead generation study. They just published this study, and you can increase the conversion on your leads by 900% if you call them in the first five minutes when they come in. The other crazy statistic that comes from the mortgage industry, I believe this one actually comes from Zillow. I gotta check my source on this one. But if you're the first loan officer to speak to the client, you've got an, a better than 80% chance to actually win the deal. So if you look at all of the time and effort that we put in the mortgage industry into like client experience and making sure that that deal actually funds you and getting them away from rate sites, all you gotta do is pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you win that business, right? So that same struggle is happening with the real estate agent. So the irresistible offer is, well, hey, you're not calling your leads right away and you're not doing the long-term follow-up. The other thing from that Harvard Business Review study is it takes an average of seven touches over the phone in order to convert that lead into an actual customer. So those real estate agents are not calling immediately and they have no long-term follow-up. So you as the lender, you come in and say, hey, look, give me all your old, cold, dead leads and I will convert them for you. I'll turn them into mortgage applications and I'll refer them back to you. Once you see that my system and my processes will work to convert those leads, then I can help you with your database. Because let me ask you a question, Mr. or Mrs. Realtor. Have you called your database in the last 90 days? It's the same question and it's the same answer. The answer is no. Would they make more business if they would actually of make those calls? Of course they would. Right? So you offer that. But nobody's just going to upfront in the first meeting be like, oh, here's my past client database. Go ahead, give them a call. You got to prove yourself on the leads first. Then you graduate the relationship to helping them work their database. And then you are the stickiest, most referred, longest lasting mortgage professional in that relationship because you're actually providing value. How am I helping them answer the phone quickly or call the lead quickly? So all of the different services like Zillow leads, Boomtown leads, mm -hmm. Real Geeks or whatever, they all have APIs where you can zap them into whatever service. So you just add a little piece of um, integration inside their CRM that also sends the lead to your CRM. Ah, and then my CRM will, is it me actually having to physically make the phone call or is it at least a, or is it a, a third party or is it a voicemail? It is the concierge. It is, ooh. So it is. There we go again, right? okay. So they're sitting there, they're making outbound dials. As soon as that inbound lead comes in, it interrupts the flow and they're on the phone calling that lead right away. Okay. Yeah. Now you can do it with a text message, mm -hmm. um, and there are, you know, platforms that lead with text messaging first. Yeah. We've just seen better response in our split testing of making the phone call happen first, and then the text. Yeah, because I can see again on. if I was a DIYer, mm -hmm. if I was a do-it-yourselfer, which by the way, anyone who's listened to all 260 plus episodes mm -hmm. would would know this about me. I'm not a DIYer. Yep. Like I am a what do I do well? Yep. Let me do more of that so I can afford to pay someone else, but they do well. Yeah. Right. What I do well is presentations or it may be storytelling or it may be a consultation with a home buyer. Yep. 
That's what I do well. I do realtor meetings well. Yep. I don't do painting or hanging of ceiling fans well, (laughs) right? I do my own yard because A, my wife prefers it and her love language is acts of service. I love this. Okay. Okay. Um, And it is relaxing. Yeah. I find it therapeutic to do my own yard, Mm -hmm. but everything else, no, I don't do kitchen remodels. It's not that I can't, it's like, don't enjoy it and I'm not good at it. Right. So I'm a, a firm believer that you, although you can do things yourself, I don't teach it, I don't coach it, I don't live it. But if someone wanted to do what you're saying on their own, they could. Absolutely. Right? They, they, they 100% could take that strategy, they could run with it. And if they did, what I would suggest, use the text, 100%. right? Because you're not gonna be in a, in a place, if you're doing this on your own, you need to get your CRM, whether it's Commissions Inc. or a- Agent Legend or yep. um, Big Purple Dot, like one of those. Mm-hmm. It, I'm just going to say from experience, you need a text, right? You need that API the, to, to go through and the text will say, um, I just received your information is now a good time to talk, right? You know, something like that. So that, you know, and then if they respond, hopefully by that time you can get yourself in front of a phone or pull up, pull over the side of the road, get out your phone and make a phone call. Yeah. All right. Just a little sidebar. <laughs> awesome. So that's the irresistible offer. Okay. The second offer that we can take to the realtors that works really well is what I call the hub and spoke. And so that is you taking the time to not only call realtors, but actually put together a referral network in your local marketplace of insurance professionals, financial planners, wealth managers, all those connections. And the way that we do that is um, is by using a system that's been in the mortgage business for a long time. Uh, a lot of people will call it like page five of the loan application. So basically all you do, and again, I'm huge on this stuff works. Yes. All we're doing is automating the things that you should be doing, but that you're not. Yep. So all you do when you take a new application from a borrower, you ask them who all the professionals are that they're doing business with. Like what's the title company you're going to use? Who's your realtor? Who's your current insurance advisor? Who is your wealth planner? Do you use an accountant? Who is that person? You get all of their contact information. Then the concierge or you makes the calls to those professionals and the script is, Hey, we have a mutual client. I'd like to discuss them with you. That gets you through the gatekeeper, actually gets you on the phone with whoever it is that you want to speak to. So we have a mutual client, they have great things to say about you. And we're looking to build our local referral network with professionals that we can trust with our clients. So are you open to a 30 minute call about how we can potentially help you with your business and you can help us with our business? You book the appointment and you start to build those relationships. Now, I believe that you should have two of those relationships in each one, two accountants, two wealth planners, and then each of those people you're reaching out to once a month, friendly check-in. Hey, how's it going? Do you have anybody that we can help you with using our strategy? So you're talking about turning your business partners, mm-hmm. if we call that, in your local community into referral sources. That's right. Right. So you want to have two accountants. You want to have two financial advisors that you're referring them. Yep. They're referring you, but you're working them like you would any other account. So you are picking up the phone. You are, you are doing a, a blood pressure check, you know, Hey, everything. All right. How's business? What's going on? Have you come across anyone recently who needs my service? By the way, I'm still out there looking for people who need your service, yep. et cetera. Okay. You're having those types of real phone calls. Yeah. Okay. But again, a concierge, you know, positioned as an executive assistant, Hey, 
Dustin came into the office this morning. He asked me to give you a call. How are things going? We really enjoyed doing business with the XYZ person. Is there anything we can help you with? Is there anybody that came across your desk that needs our services? And what we've found is that actually positions you at that executive level of you're not the one-man band that's taking the applications, that's doing everything. Actually having an executive assistant is actually fantastic for those calls. And then if they want to speak with you, they'll just be like, hey, I need to speak to Dustin. No problem. Can I have him call you this afternoon at 2 o'clock? They book you in for the call, you make the actual call. But all of the mud that sits in making those calls, which is the reason why I believe most professionals don't make them, that's all handled by the concierge and just their daily duties and going out and doing that. So you become the hub and you get referrals from all of those sources. The referral comes down one pipe and it goes back out seven or eight other pipes where you get that mortgage application and then you're referring it to the realtor, you're referring it out to the accountant, you're referring it out to all those people. It's a value added service for your clients and customers so they win and you're consistently providing value to your referral network. Keyword being consistent. That's right. It's because if I, on my own, I might not be consistent. That's right. So that's pathway number two. And the third is a webinar. And I'll go through this one really quickly, but basically what we're doing is we're reaching out to realtors and we're saying, hey, uh, we know that you're doing great business. We know that you're a leader in the marketplace. And we know that you've probably, because you're so awesome, you already have a lender that you're referring business to. But what we would like to do is we'd like to spotlight you in the local marketplace and host a webinar where we bring in home sellers that wanna learn how to sell their home in today's marketplace. Would you agree to be our guest on our webinar and we'll run the promotion, we'll run the whole oh thing. Oh my God, I love this. All you've got to do is you've got to show up at this date, this time, we'll run the whole thing and we'll give you the marketing material that you can send to your database and you can put on all your social media. Does that sound fair? I love this idea. Mm -hmm. Absolutely love it. Because you have the knowledge on how to actually promote this webinar. Yep. Um, and um, I'm, I'm sure you're using social media for this. Um, wow, I'm picking up the phone and calling a realtor that I want to do business with and literally handing them a thing of value. That's right. And here's the crazy thing about it, Dustin. They take the webinar and they email it out to their entire database, all of their contacts. They put it on their social media. They're the ones that are driving a lot of the traffic to the webinar. Now, you also run ads and you target those ads to people that are interested in selling their home in today's marketplace. And you'll get buyers on those webinars as well but you can send it out to your list as well. But what you're really doing is taking the contacts from that real estate professional's database that are in the market right now, unearthing that opportunity for them and making it an opportunity for you as well because everybody that registers for the webinar becomes your list because one of the value added services that you're giving to the realtor is they're not gonna call them all and follow up on them. So your concierge or you are actually making the calls to everybody that registered for the webinar. Hey. Looks like you're interested in selling your home in today's marketplace. Would you like a free market analysis? Can I connect you with the realtor? And by the way, we can let you know how much home you qualify to buy, what your rate and payment will be in today's environment, and let you know if there's any government programs that you qualify for in today's market. Would awesome. you be interested in that? Love it. So I love it. For a webinar, you should be like $30, $40 per attendee that shows up on the actual webinar. Okay, so, like in terms of like the ad spend. In the ad spend, yeah. Okay, so if I wanted 20 people, I can do quick math, two times four is eight, $800. Yeah, yeah. $800 to get in front of a realtor who's in the buy box. Yep. That realtor, if they're good for three closings a year, just in one year, yep. that's nine grand in commission. Yep. 
But let's say they actually refer me for the next seven years. Again, doing quick math, nine times seven, according to Mrs. Stout in third grade, it was like 63. <laughs> That's $63,000 just from the realtor. That's right. On an $800 ad spend. Yeah. Let alone, I may actually pick up a home buyer. That's right. I may actually get a borrower from this. That's right. Okay. And it is consumer direct on the mortgage side of things. And the other thing that you really want to think about is we talk about being the digital mayor of your community. And everybody in the mortgage industry is really struggling with, okay, how do I make videos? How do I make content? How do I become that person who's consistently in front of the marketplace? So when they think mortgage, they think me. Well, you can be interviewing a top realtor in your marketplace and recycle them once a week. You can be doing a webinar a week. And just because four is a whole lot better than one. If you do one, you're getting 12. If you're doing four, I'll let you do the math on that <laughs> one. <laughs> 48 in a year, it's a whole lot better to have, have 48 opportunities to win business and win referral partners than it is. Yeah. So you could literally be doing those once a week. And it is a phenomenal offer to take out to the realtors to get them to send I love it. Everything that you have laid out in front of us over the past hour is all things that people can do mm -hmm. on their own, easy, economically. Yep. Right? There are also things that you're like, hey, look, I don't trust myself to do it. <laughs> I don't want to have to hold another person accountable. Yep. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Or the cost, yep. the cost may actually be cheaper for me to outsource it. Um, but if you were to do all of this, there's no reason why your business would not double. Oh, absolutely. Like there's, there's no reason. And these are the basics, right? There's, um, I love the saying, and I think I actually, uh, heard it first at a core event. So shout out to Rick Ruby and all the people who were at the core. What up, Rick? What up, Rick? Yeah. I think you told me Rick made fun of your shoes the first time, uh, the, the first time he met you. Yeah. The first time he uh, met my business partner, he made fun of him too. Yeah. Um, I think he called me out the first time I sat through like one of his, um, one of his speaking engagements. He called me out for all the right reasons. There you go. Um, but anyhow, it was through a core event that I've learned. If it's new, it's not true. Hmm. If it's true, it's not new. Hmm. Nothing you share today is new. No, absolutely. Which is why I have you on today, because <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. And I think loan originators and realtors and financial advisors and life insurance salespeople and homeowners insurance salespeople should know this is what you need to be doing. Yep. This is where your priorities need, need to be. Yep. And if you're not going to do it, you need a teammate who's going to do it. Your teammate can be literally on your team or your teammate can be uh, on your team in Canada. Yep. They're still on your team. How would someone get a hold of you, Chris, if they want to find out more? I know you, you dropped the webinar, but there has to be an, a, a, a different way to get a hold of you as well. Yeah. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram. If you just search Chris Johnstone, uh, we've got chriswebinar.com. We've also got mortgage marketing class com where people can go and get free training there as well but i'm easy to find um the best way to reach out to me is probably friend me on facebook and then shoot me a dm okay interesting you said facebook i love instagram cool I'm so i am at the loan officer podcast nice on instagram i am also on facebook and believe it or not on tiktok although jc never lets me log into tiktok <laughs> so i have no idea what's being posted on tiktok i'm sure it's my name and likeness and stuff i say um, LinkedIn's for me, like Dustin Owen, that's my first name, my last name, Dustin Owen, you go to LinkedIn, you type that in. Hmm. I'd be surprised if I'm not one of the first Dustin Owens to actually pop up on LinkedIn. And then obviously we always push people to our website, T L O P online. 
tloponline.com. It's tlop because that's what our fans call us. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, and thelonofficerpodcast.com is really long yes. when it's up in that URL in the search bar. <laughs> so I'm like, well, how do we shorten it? I know, T-L-O-P online. Any last-minute nuggets or tips or suggestions or advice that you want to give to the listeners before we conclude? Yes, I've got one other thing, and just because marketing and advertising. So I've been known in the mortgage industry as the Facebook guy for a really long time. We've managed a ton of ads on Facebook and Instagram, and that's a lot of people come to us for that. And so they want help with marketing and advertising. And so just very quickly, what we have discovered is that the best marketing that you can do is to assets that you already have. So if you take a look at the pre-approvals that you already have, are you calling your pre-approved buyers? They are hyperactive in their networks and on social media, talking to all of the other people that they know about buying real estate and selling real estate. And they're actually one of the greatest referral sources that you have in your business, even though you haven't closed that deal. So you should be making a phone call at least once a week or a phone call and a text message out, checking in, do you have any questions? And asking for the referrals. Can I count on you? Send over anybody that's looking to buy, sell, or refinance. And oh, by the way, if you see somebody in a Facebook group that asks for a referral for a realtor, I want you to post my information because I'll share with them the vetted real estate professionals that I already have in the marketplace. Facebook groups and just uh, my wife is hyper, she's phenomenal. She's doing a lot of charity work right now, has this huge community of women that have come together. And Facebook groups are the large part of where that part of the marketplace is having those conversations, hence the Facebook DM. But training your clients and customers that when they're in those private groups and they see people asking for those realtors, like there's one a week that happens in those. And what we've discovered is when our clients do that and they're making the calls and they're making that relationship happen, what happens is the first referral comes from the Facebook group. Then the second referral comes from the Facebook group. Then you've got three people in that Facebook group that have all done business with your mortgage business. They all are getting the script. They're all getting the updates. Then eventually it becomes we use Dustin for our mortgages. And you're able to convert that whole community of local people in that local group that you're the mortgage professional that serves them. And then it becomes we call Dustin whenever we need a realtor recommendation because he knows the best realtors. That's right. Um, there's a lady who is a friend of mine. In fact, shout out to Gwen Swain. I'm going to see Gwen in a couple of weeks in Vegas. Oh, nice. She's in Boise, Idaho. Oh, cool. I've shared her story a thousand times, so I won't bore the audience with another Gwen Swain story. <laughs> but hey, Homegirl does $100 million a year in mortgage volume. She's been in the business for less than five years. She's not even from Boise. Like she was like an East Coast girl who was living in San Diego, got tired of living in Southern California, and she and her husband picked up and just moved to Idaho. Wow. Facebook groups. Yeah. Facebook groups is is that was her jam. Mm-hmm. That was her jam. She didn't know anybody. She joined every Facebook group for people new to Boise. Mm-hmm. She had a couple small children, so she joined every Facebook group for people with small children yep. in Boise. Mm-hmm. And then from there, built out her referral network. So I, I, I echo your suggestion to the audience. That's amazing. Dustin, thank you so much for having me. And uh, if you're listening to this, thank you for listening. And uh, I truly hope I brought value to you today. And- I am I'm confident you did. He's Chris Johnstone. I'm Dustin Owen. That is all the time we have for you today, but we will catch you in the next episode. Peace.